Wait, is it? It's been saying this call is being recorded. When oh. I was laughing. Yeah. <laughs> we, we gotta it's redo fine. That. No, it's okay. Okay, well, okay. no intro music. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. We don't get our beautiful singing voices this time. <laughs> thanks to Josh. But... No. You... <laughs> You can hear my dog in the background eating probably one of my pillows. Yep. We're just going to ignore that. All right. <laughs> so, today... Oh, first, sorry, we have moved everything back a week because of some issues. But this is... The Tipsy Tays back at it again, folks. Back with... on our shenanigans. <laughs> We're here. We're queer. And we bring you the story of dun, 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 the Black Dahlia. The Black Dahlia. <laughs> Sorry, that was horrible. <laughs> She's on the spectrum, you guys. Yeah, it's fine. I've had too much tequila. For a Wednesday night, it's too much. <laughs> Wacky Wednesday! Wait, is it Wednesday? Or is it Thursday? Yes! Oh, it's okay. Wednesday. Oh, okay. Good. Okay, so. Yay. <laughs> so, Josh wrote the story, and I'm going to read it. And you guys are going to love it. And that's everyone's part. Okay? In the story. Okay. Got it. So, the Black Dahlia case. Dun, 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 dun. This is the 1947 murder of Elizabeth Short. Also known as the Black Dahlia. And it's one Period. of the oldest cold cases in L.A., Los Angeles. I've never been there. Have you ever been there? No, of course not. I've, I've only been to Florida. Is the farthest away I've been. Oh, loser! Uh-huh. Okay, where do you? Where have you <laughs> oh wait, you've been to Egypt. Egypt. I was like, damn, you dumb whore, and Hawaii. God, it's you like would visit stolen <laughs> land. It's like my whole personality is like, yeah, I've been to Egypt and Racism. I've been to Hawaii. Oh. <laughs> What? I'm not racist. <laughs> well, I told you that you would enjoy visiting stolen land. And then you were like, yeah, I just make it my whole personality. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's whitewashing for you. <laughs> that was on a catastrophic level. Oh, I know. That we terrible. whitewashed Hawaii. Listen, the history is horrible, but... Do they have good Mai Tais? They do. And seafood and sushi. Oh my god. Can't Ew. even compare. But their mm. price of milk is like $10 a gallon and I can't do it. So. Anyway. You have to make your own. Oh my god. Milk. Yes. I would have to get a cow. Or something. No. You milk yourself. My own milk. <laughs> 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 I hate you. You gotta pasteurize it and sell it by the bottle. <laughs> Self-homogenized. Okay. <laughs> um, anyway, so the Black Dahlia. So this is a really 
obviously well-known case, but I don't know a lot of the details, so I'm really excited to go through this. It is gross. Yeah. Not only is it, was it absolutely gross and horrific, but it's obviously proven very difficult to solve. In Mm -hmm. the decades since the murder, police, the press, and true crime junkies have taken a deep dive into the unsolved crime and came up with a lot of theories, so let's get started. Period. Okay. Josh is doing the transition music. Well, I am trying to find where we are on the the, the paper, but I, I don't care. Literally, just got through the first paragraph. <laughs> I want you to know I am on the second page now. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I'm only. I see it. Let's go. All right. So January 15th, 1947. What a year. Elizabeth Short's body was found. What a year for Elizabeth. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Poor Elizabeth. Um, So her body was found in the LA neighborhood of Lemert. L-E-I-M-E-R-T. I I don't know how to say that. I don't know how LA says it. Lemert Park is what I'm going to say. And this next part is kind of sad, but the first person to see and report the grizzly site was a mother and child while they were on a morning walk. Mm -hmm. What? Okay. That child, Ted Bundy. (laughs) Can I tell you, I kind of relate to this because not that I've seen a human body, but literally last week. Confessions. No. Literally last week, I had to report a dead cat to the city of Westfield, Indiana, because I had taken my dog, Leo. He's he's a he's a golden. He's almost two and he's a good boy, but also he's not. And we go on walks most days of the week in the morning and this one day I saw this cat. It was laying under like a fence. This person's house had like a fence in their front yard and there was a cat laying like half under it. Cause there was like a little bit of space between the actual ground and the fence. And this cat was laying was it under dead? it. And I was like, Oh, is that cat just napping? Ha ha ha. Well, we walked Let me past go pet it. it. <laughs> no, we walked past it going like on our walk and then on our way back, we passed it and it was in the same position. I was like, huh, I'm pretty sure that cat is dead. And then for the next two days, I see it in the same spot, in the same position. I'm like, okay, that cat really is fucking dead. Um, and I had to call the Westfield Police Department and report it dead. Uh, this is Taylor, and uh, I, there's a dead cat. This is Taylor I from school. Did. <laughs> Dear God, it's Taylor Please. from school. I see a dead cat. Please go pick it up. I reported yes, it, and it was it was gone the next day. But I mean, I can kind of relate. Not really, because this is traumatizing. The dead cat is not. That traumatizing, is so sad but... and scary. <laughs> it was awful. Imagine if you would have like, went to pet oh. it. <gasps> I know, and I was just like, oh my god, this poor cat, like, ugh, it, it deserves... <laughs> he thought he was out on the street starving, and yet he's just a half of a cat. <laughs> I was like, this cat deserves so much more than just laying under this person's fence for three days. So, I had to call and report it, but anyway, 
This Itch. no that is disrespect so, this cat to deserves so much life. It does. <laughs> oh my okay. god, he was dead the whole time. Yeah, it was spooky. It was, it was a little traumatizing. So now I have a ghost cat in my house. No, I'm just kidding. So according to the woman, back to the story. Um, according Sorry. to the woman, <laughs> the way Short's body had been posed made her think that the corpse was a mannequin at first, which is a common thing, I think, with people seeing dead bodies. Um, but a closer look revealed the true horror of the Black Dahlia crime scene. So, the 22-year-old Short had been sliced in two at the waist and completely drained mm. of blood. Which makes sense why you would think it's a mannequin, right? Like, they, a lot of, don't they, like, you know, dislocate at the waist area? Yeah. Um, and at, like, the, the top of the arms and everything. Yeah. So some of her organs, like her intestines, Ooh. had been removed and neatly placed underneath her booty. Not her booty. Under her booty. <laughs> Um, pieces of flesh had been cut off from her thighs and her titties. Ooh. And her stomach was full of poop. <laughs> full of poop. So we Being know Taylor was there. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I poop a lot, okay? Shut up, Joshua. Putting, your, putting my info out there. Um, but that led to a lot of people thinking that she was forced to literally eat shit before she was sliced in half. It's not funny, but it's just... It's not funny, know. but it is, like, what? It's wild. Who would do that? Is this, like, <laughs> right. the human centipede? Right. Like, who? And it's not done. It gets worse. Ooh. So, probably the scariest part of all, because somehow that wasn't enough, her being sliced in half and full of shit that she might have eaten, was that her <laughs> face had been sliced from each corner of her mouth up like the Joker from Batman. Mm. And, this and there's created pictures. Ooh, I have never seen crime scene photos from this crime, and I think I'm going to keep it that way. You want to? It's so weird. <laughs> they look like... you. Know, have you ever watched South Park and they show the Canadians and their uh, head is, like, sliced in half? No, I've seen South Park some, like, a few episodes back when I was, like, probably 10, and that's it. <laughs> so ten. I don't recall. <laughs> Yeah, my family was kind of fucked up, okay? <laughs> well, yeah, it looks like them. Well, this created what's commonly referred to as the Glasgow, Glasgow smile. And mm -hmm. since the body had already been washed clean, Los Angeles washed Police clean. Department... <laughs> Washed clean, the LA Police Department, LAPD, detectives concluded that she must have been killed elsewhere before being dumped in 
Lamert Park. Okay, so her body yep. was like washed after she'd been. Well, yeah, like cleaned and. Well, yeah, and she was like, drained, drained of, of all everything, of her blood and stuff. Ugh, God, <clears throat> that makes my stomach turn. I'm dead. I mean, not dead like Elizabeth Short, but you know. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, So near her body, detectives noted a heel print and a cement sack. What the fuck is a cement sack? Like a bag that has cement in it and you mix it. Oh. Oh. Okay. 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 It had traces of blood that had presumably been used to transport her body to the vacant lot. What? And yeah, he LA... threw her in a cement bag. Oh my god. Skinny queen, she fit in a bag. <laughs> Mariah Carey? Oh my god. <laughs> Is this Mariah? Literally at the place that I'm at for my last rotation of pharmacy school, they have this like shitty playlist going all the time. I mean, I love it, but whatever. They there's like two Mariah Carey songs that are always on loop, and it makes me think of you, Josh, every single time they come on. You know what? If she's on that list, it's not a shitty list. I know, I know. But then they also have, like, weird songs on it. But it's, like, a retail store, like, station. But it's just funny. That's hilarious. And then I just sit there and, like, sing it to myself. And everybody's looking at me. And I'm like, get out of here. Just vibing. (laughs) So the LAPD reached out to the FBI. Oh, they're joining forces. Um, yep. To help uh, to help identify the body by searching their fingerprint database. And Short's fingerprints turned up rather quickly because she had applied for a job as a clerk at the commissary of the U.S. Army's Camp Cook in California back in 1943. Period. And then her prints turned up a second time since she'd been arrested by the Santa Barbara <laughs> Police Department <laughs> For underage drinking, we've all been there, folks. Let's not yes, judge her. Queen. And that was just seven months after she had applied to the job. So they were definitely she, not going to give her a call back for that job. Yeah, she did but, not get the job. <laughs> unfortunately, listen, we've all underage drank. The difference between me and Elizabeth Short is one, I never got caught. Two, I'm still alive. Sorry, baby girl. Anyway. (laughs) You were reading this girl for filth. She had to eat shit, Taylor. I know. It's tragic. I have to make light of a horrible situation. You are talking shit. I know. I'm sorry. I respect her. Elizabeth, if you can hear me, I love and respect you. I just... I have to make light of the situation because it's terrible. (laughs) And also, I'm just a bitch. (laughs) So, the FBI also had her mug shot from her arrest. Oh, so she got arrested, arrested for real. Yeah. Okay. So, they provided Uh this mug shot to the press. Hmm. I feel like that happens a lot nowadays. 
but not oh, yeah. with white people. Anyway, <laughs> before long, the media began reporting every disgusting detail they could find about Short. <gasps> oh, shit. Mm. This is the, the thing about her mom, right? I know what's coming up next. That's what? terrible. Isn't yes. it like her mom only found out because like a news station yes. called her to be like, what do you think about the murder of your daughter? And she's like, what the no. hell? Listen, it's worse. She, they <gasps> called her and pretended that Elizabeth had won a beauty oh, pageant to get God, all the questions yes. answered. <gasps> and then they were like, JK, <sighs> we didn't need this. Your, your daughter didn't win. She's dead. And oh that's how she my found god out. yes i forgot i knew it had something to do with like they lied to her mom but i forgot it was that terrible so this next that's so part, sad yeah is so sad because as we just discussed you'll see how it shows that the media is garbage and always yes. will be and always has been because elizabeth's mom her name was phoebe like phoebe from charmed my favorite character <laughs> yeah. okay she didn't learn of her daughter's passing until reporters from the la examiner bitches what i'm gonna call them from now on called her pretending that elizabeth had won a beauty contest um, and they pressed her for all of the details they could get on Elizabeth before revealing that Elizabeth actually had been murdered and that her corpse had been mutilated and they had only called her up to get details on her because she was dead in a shameless. horrible way. Yeah. And th oh, yeah. when was this? Back in when? The 40s. the 40s okay i can i can see it it's in the 40s <laughs> what are you what are you gonna do what are you gonna do about it extra extra read all Taylor. about it what <laughs> you're killing me <laughs> so as the media learned more about elizabeth short's history they began to brand her as a whore no not my girl lizzie no yes lizzie oh my god one police report read the victim knew okay this is a quote the victim knew at least 50 men at the time of her death and at least 25 men had been seen with her in the 60 days preceding her death she was known as a teaser of men end quote like Ooh. <laughs> why do men care about how many men a woman has been with why does it matter men suck Yes, mm. they fucking do. Because when has there ever been anything in the same sense for a man that was murdered? Man knew fifty, at least 50 women before he was murdered and had been seen with at least 25 of them in the last month Local before playboy. his murder. Ooh. Excuse me? what yeah so you know what i agree men suck uh -huh. so they gave they you know 
they gave Short the nickname The Black Dahlia due to her reported preference for wearing a lot of sheer black clothing. You go, Lizzie, because I also like sheer black clothing, and you probably pulled it off. But this was a reference to the movie The Blue Dahlia, which was out at the time. Some people spread the false rumor that Short was a prostitute. She wasn't, and even if she was, who gives a shit? Because she still didn't deserve to be murdered. And my quote, that's my quote, you can quote me. Um, While others baselessly claimed that she liked to tease men because she was a lesbian? What? Yes. Yes, bitch. (laughs) How are you going to be a lesbian but then sleep with a bunch of men? Like, how can you have it both ways in the news? It's like, she was seen with 25 men at this hotel, but she's also a a lesbian. (laughs) What? Okay, whatever. Like, uh, it was back in the 40s. What do I expect? Adding to her Women were still property. Honestly, probably. When were women even allowed to, like, own their own, like, credit cards or property or bank accounts? Right. It was or... recent, recent. Yeah. Like, it. it's honestly not a shock, but, like, when you think about these cases, like, the Black Dahlia is such a well-known case. Everyone knows about it when you say the Black Dahlia, but you don't realize like how far back it really was at this point it's almost a hundred years ago oh yeah damn so adding to her mystique lizzie shore was reportedly a hollywood hopeful she had moved to la just six months before her death and worked as a waitress which isn't everyone who moves to la kind of like a I'm trying to get famous kind of thing, you know? Like, why else do you live in L.A.? I don't know. The beach. Well, yeah, but you can go anywhere else for a beach. I don't know. I I mean, I've never been to L.A., so I can't say anything good or bad about it, but I feel like it's just that place that people go to when they're trying to be famous, you know? Yeah, like New York. Yeah. Yeah. Or uh, Chicago isn't isn't that a play? Chicago, yeah, like a lady by Trina Vega. To be fam- <gasps> yes, <laughs> the one From woman Victorious. show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so she I love as that a show. I know, me too. And then there was all that drama between Victoria Justice and uh, Ariana Ari- Grande. Ariana Grande. And honestly, I don't know. I feel like I feel like Ariana Grande is the bitch in that situation, but I don't know. I was about to say the same thing. I can't. I bet she's just a cunt, you know? I bet, honestly. <laughs> but back to Lizzie. I don't know if she went by Lizzie. I'm just calling her that because she's like my, my GF now. If she was a lesbian, she'd be my... GF, but I don't know if she really was or if that was a rumor back in the 40s. Anyway, so sadly, (laughs) sadly, she had no known acting jobs and her death became her one claim to fame. That's really sad. 
(laughs) But as famous as the case was, authorities had a lot of difficulty figuring out who was behind it. Even today, we still don't know who it was. Okay? So this is a cold case. If you don't want to listen, then get out. I know we're like 20 minutes in, but get out. If you don't want to not have an answer. I hate cold cases. Okay? Sorry, but... Same. It's just a pet peeve of mine, but... You know, we got to Why can't they all it. be solved? Right. Right. Why? Why? Why doesn't Jesus just come down and be like, it was this guy? And you're like, okay. Yeah. Good. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Thank Bye. you, Jesus. You can go now. <laughs> See you around. <laughs> <laughs> However, members of the media did receive a few clues okay we got some clues coming up so on january 21st about a week after the body was found the examiner received a call from a person claiming to be the murderer who said he would be sending shorts belongings in the mail as proof of his claim and shortly thereafter on the 24th january 24th so three days later the examiner got a package with Short's birth certificate, some photos, business cards, and an address book <clears throat> with the name Mark Hansen on the cover. Why would you give yourself away like that, you dumbass? <laughs> so, also included was a letter pasted together from newspaper and magazine letter clippings. Oh, so like the typical like what a ransom note or whatever where people don't want to use mm-hmm. their handwriting so they put in letters <laughs> clipped from the newspaper um it read los angeles examiner and other los angeles papers here is dahlia's belongings letter to follow what does that mean that's gibberish mm. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> All of the items have been wiped down with gasoline, leaving no yeah. fingerprints behind. What? And though a partial print was found on the envelope, it was damaged in transport and it was never analyzed. Well, this was also back in the 40s. I mean, DNA wasn't even a thing until the 80s. So, I I mean, whatever. They probably What if the print that was left was a dick print? <gasps> It probably was <laughs> the little hole. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then another letter arrived on January 26th. And this note was handwritten and it said, here it is. Turning in Wednesday, January 29th, 10 a.m. Had my fun at police. Black Dahlia Avenger. That's what it said. Again, gibberish. This guy is psycho. Yeah. <laughs> the letter also included a location, and police waited at the appointed time and place, but the author never showed. Dun dun. Probably because it was fake. And yes. <laughs> afterward, well, that's a big thing. Like with cases that are so infamous, like people send shit in all the time just to fake and pretend that they're part of it yeah so afterwards the alleged weird yeah right like what i don't get it why would you do that 
And then if you do get caught, like, you're going to be in legal trouble even if you didn't do anything. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So the alleged killer sent a note made of letters cut and pasted to the examiner that said, quote, have changed my mind. You would not give me a square deal. It said JK. (laughs) Dahlia killing was justified. End quote. What it again? What does that mean? And why is the I examiner so getting all of these slowers? Yeah, probably. Ugh, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. But isn't there more important people to send this stuff to? Like, why are you sending it to the examiner? What? Like, is it's a mm. magazine, right? Like, what? Yeah. Why, <laughs> yeah. why would you not be sending this to the police department? But as time went on and the case went cold, many people assumed that the Black Dahlia murder was a date gone wrong. Dun dun. Or that Short had run into a sinister stranger late at night while walking alone. And after over 70 years, the Black Dahlia murder case still remains open. But there are a couple of intriguing and chilling theories that have emerged in the recent years. Theory number one. So this theory is that there was a police officer who believes that his dad was the one who killed Elizabeth Short. So shortly after his father's death in 1999, now retired LAPD detective Steve Hodel, is that how you say that? Uh, I don't know. I'm not good with names. (laughs) Yodel? Yeah, that's what I was saying. Hodel. (laughs) (laughs) Steve Hodel was going through his dad's belongings and he noticed two photos of a woman who bore a striking resemblance to Lizzie. Mm. And after discovering these haunting images, um, the son... Steve began using the skills he had gained as a policeman, obviously, because he's a detective, to investigate his own dad. And he went through the newspaper archives and witness interviews from the case and even filed a Freedom of Information Act to obtain FBI files on the murder. Mm. He also had handwriting experts compare samples of his father's writing to the writing on the notes that were sent to the examiner from whoever this person was that said they were the alleged killer. And the analysis found a strong possibility that his father's handwriting matched, but the results were inconclusive, unfortunately. So strong possibility, but not like a hundred percent certainty. That's crazy. Yeah. And on the grizzly. Could you imagine your dad dying? And then you find something like a serial killer? He was a killer the whole time. (sighs) No, I could not. That there's like an episode of Criminal Minds that's like that and the whole time I'm just like, What? She has to go try to find like clues for the fucking BAU and she's just like, Oh, hey dad, what's up? And then she like has to go rummage through his stuff and I'm like, Ooh, I would die. Hey, Dad, I would never betray you. (laughs) 
<sighs> um, yeah. So, so, on the grizzlier side, let's get grizzly. Um, the, <laughs> the crime scene photos showed that Short's body had been cut in a manner consistent with what the fuck is this word, Josh? Uh, I couldn't Did you pronounce it. Paste? So, that word, yes, because Hem- I was not going to bounce back and forth. Hemicorporectomy, which is a medical <laughs> procedure that slices the body beneath the lumbar spine. Why would you ever need that procedure? I don't want to know. <laughs> that was my fault, too. I was like, what? Were people I'm, just getting chopped up for the hell of it? Yeah, I'm horrified that they have a literal term for that, but... Yeah, <laughs> like, there's... An, I don't ever see a reason for that to happen. No. Alright, so... Hodel's... Hodel? Yodel, Odel? Hodel's father had been a doctor who attended medical school. Well, no shit, he was a doctor, he attended medical school, Okay. Um, when this procedure was being taught in the 30s. Why were they cutting people in half in the 30s? What was going on in the 30s? <laughs> I need to know. Ooh, it's a dark time. <laughs> it is a dark time. I mean, what? I mean, it really was. Wasn't that also World War II? Hitler's Ugh, camp? Yeah. <sighs> God. Okay, so... No I mean, AC. they really were dragging everybody back then. I mean, Elizabeth, she knows 50 men. Jesus Christ, who doesn't know 50 men? <laughs> and then uh, it's the fucking Holocaust dragging the fucking Jews. Like, what is going on? The 30s. What? The 40s? It's the 30s disaster. were wild. It's so, a disaster. <laughs> additionally... Hodel searched his father's archives at UCLA, finding a folder full of receipts for contracting work on his childhood home. And in that folder, there was a receipt dated a few days before the murder for a large bag of concrete, the same size and the same brand as the concrete bag that was found near Elizabeth Short's body and if I'm not mistaken, had her blood on it. Yes. And by the time Hodel began his investigation, many of the police officers who originally worked on the case were already dead. However, he carefully reconstructed conversations these officers had about the case, and eventually Hodel compiled all of his evidence into a 2003 bestseller called Black Dahlia Avenger, the true story. And I'm going to have to read that because I need to know. Can you imagine <laughs> being a literal detective and your father or someone in your family <laughs> being a, like, infamous, being an infamous killer? What would you even do? Oof. I would and- leave. Oh. <laughs> I would leave this earth. (laughs) But like, also at that point, you have to think for him, like his dad was a doctor. 
how many times did he do this? You know, like if it was his mm-hmm. dad, this there's no way. Mm. I mean, I guess if he was a doctor, he could do something so perfectly, perfectly, quote unquote. You know what I mean? Like one time. But this is also back in the 30s. Like, what did we, did we even have antibiotics back then? I don't fucking know. <laughs> so how great was the training back then? And how, I don't know, like, to me, that doesn't seem like it would be someone's, like, first and only kill. Like, I don't know. That just seems like such a scary time because, like, you could get kidnapped and just cut in half and your blood drained. Like, that's so crazy. Ooh. Ugh. (laughs) I don't want to think about it. That's terrifying. Right. So Ooh. while fact-checking this book that he wrote, um, the LA Times columnist Steve Lopez... Ooh, is that like George Lopez? I was um, about to say, George's brother. <laughs> all my... <laughs> What's the song? <laughs> They're jumping on the trampoline. <laughs> Bitch. The you. meme that's like when you wake up at 3 a.m. to this song. It was George Lopez. <laughs> oh my god. I used to watch George Lopez actually. I'm I sure it. you did. I thought his wife was hot in mm. the show. Gay thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> this is my coming out story. I'm bisexual. <laughs> You guys, this is a very special episode. (laughs) Taylor's coming out of the closet. Unlike Elizabeth Short, who was clearly a lesbian, but knew 50 men before she died. (laughs) You are the Elizabeth Short of our time. Oh my god. I'm JonBenet Ramsey reincarnate. I'm Elizabeth Short reincarnate. Uh, My soul is just... So, it's lived many lives. Yeah, I'm just coming full circle right now, actually, with my spirit guide. Anyway, um, where was I? Um, so, L.A. Times columnist Steve Lopez requested official police po- piles files from the case and made an important discovery. Aren't all discoveries important? No. (laughs) Josh discovering he was gay was not important. So we're gonna throw that to the wind. (laughs) (laughs) But shortly after the murder, the LAPD had six main suspects and George Hodel was on their motherfucking list. In no, fact, he did it. He probably did. In fact, he was such a serious suspect that his home was bugged in 1950 so the police could monitor mm-hmm. his activities. Wait, George Hodel, I thought he was dead. No. Oh. This was like, this was, <clears throat> they like bugged his house when... He was like a suspect young, right? Oh, 
okay. That's what I got from that. So much of the audio was innocuous, but one chilling exchange stuck out. At 8.25 p.m., woman screamed. Woman screamed again. It should be noted, the woman not heard before the scream. That was a quote from, yeah. I don't know, probably the LA Times or the LAPD. And later that day, George was over her telling someone, quote, realize there was nothing I could do. Put a pillow over her head and cover her with a blanket. Get a taxi. Expired 12.59. They thought there was something fishy. Anyway, now they may have figured it out. Killed her. End quote. <laughs> gibberish quote. it's all gibberish it, it was i think it was like broken up like pieces of the re- like recordings that they right. got from his house yeah okay okay so right I see. so like it's like just little pieces of the conversation oh i see so all of the those two quotes that i just said that yeah sounded gibberishy they bugged his house, so they're probably not getting the full thing. Yeah. I I see. But who the fuck is he talking to? Who do you <laughs> tell that you killed someone Oprah. twice? Twice. <laughs> <laughs> you get a pardon. You get a pardon. <laughs> you get a pardon. <laughs> oh, yeah. She was such a bitch. Elizabeth Short, you're good. Nobody yeah. liked her. Yeah. She was a whore. She knew 50 men. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the theories that police officer's dad, who was a doctor and learned how to do a hemi... What was it? Hemi something. I can't even pronounce it. Cut somebody in half. That's what I know. You cut them at the lumbar region. So, <laughs> sorry. The lumbar is very important, Taylor. <laughs> I have my 1950s reporter voice going. I gotta chill. <laughs> but there's another theory, and that is, did Leslie Dillon do it? Who the fuck is Leslie Dillon? Because I don't know, but we're about to learn together, folks. Yeah. So, in 2017, British author Pew Eat Well. I also eat well, so I... (laughs) (laughs) Bitch. Anyway. Um, Pew, I'm assuming that's how you said that, P-I-U, Eat Well, announced that she... Oh, it's a girl. It's a lady. Announced that she had finally <laughs> she finally solved the decades-old case and published her findings in a book called Black Dahlia Red Rose, The Crime, Corruption, and Cover-Up of America's Greatest Unsolved Murder. That was my radio voice. Myrtle! Myrtle! Unsolved Myrtle! <laughs> So the real culprit, she claimed, was 
Leslie Dillon, a man who police briefly considered the primary suspect, ultimately let go. However, she also claimed there was much more to the case besides the killer himself. So according to Pew, Dylan, Pew, Pew, like a church pew, Dylan, who worked as a bellhop, murdered short at the behest of Mark Hansen, a local nightclub and movie theater owner who worked with Dylan. And Hansen was another suspect that had eventually been let go and the owner of the address book that had been mailed to the examiner. He later claimed that he gave the address book to Short as a gift. What? Period. What? He gave the he gave an address book to Short as a gift. What kind of gift yeah. is that? I think it was like I don't I know. Actually, throwing it back at his face, <laughs> bitch. A gift is a gift. No, I would have given it back and said thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> I have a phone yeah, for this, that. This sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so Short had reportedly stayed with Hanson a few nights because, you know, she knew 50 men. And he was one of the 50 men. <laughs> and one of the last people reported to have spoken with her before she was murdered. And they spoke in a phone call on January 8th. So, Pew Eatwell alleges that Hansen was infatuated with Short and came on to her. Who wouldn't? She was a hottie, I think. I don't remember what she looked like, but she was probably a hottie. I only saw her dead photos. She was, yeah, she was pretty. <laughs> and Even though... dead, so she must have been beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> so... Though Short rebuffed his advances. Um, so he came on to her even though she was like, no, I don't think so. <laughs> and then he supposedly called on Leslie Dillon to, quote unquote, take care of her. Mm. So Hanson, it seemed, knew that Dillon was capable of murder. There's been a murder. murder. And so <laughs> But didn't realize just how deranged he really was. Obviously, because she was cut in half, and who the fuck would ask for that to happen? It reminds me of ghost shit. When <gasps> that line cuts them all in half. Oh my god. Remember, we just fucking oh. watched that, and it. You the thought beans. the little girl survived on beans. The beans and maggots in the beans. No, oh. uh, I'm gonna throw up. And that ending was not at all what I remember. No, I don't remember it that way either. But I remember it being so scary, and then we watched it, and I was like, "It's not really that scary." It was right. like a mix between, like. The Conjuring and the Titanic. Yeah. <laughs> a good yeah. middle ground. Good. <laughs> a good middle ground. 
anyway, um, if you haven't seen Ghost Ship, you should watch it because it's good for the time that it was made, I think. Yeah. But nowadays, people would watch it and be like, we literally have, like, Sinister and all that shit. Like, I'd rather watch that. Yeah, me too. But it's good. Okay? So, previously, Leslie Dillon had worked as a mortician's assistant. Oh, my God. Where he could have potentially learned how to bleed a body dry. And that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Because you would have to know how to do that. And you would have to know how to cut open a body surgically. That's so gross. Yeah. I couldn't do it. Oh. So, Eatwell also discovered from police reports that Dylan knew details about the crime that hadn't been released to the public. This is a big thing, too, with murderers. They give away facts about the crime scene before they're even known to the public, right? Period. And, oh my god, once detail... One of those details was that Short had a tattoo of a rose on her thigh, which had been cut out of her skin and it was then shoved inside her vagina put a finger down when no i'm just gonna (laughs) put a finger down when you have a tattoo cut off of your skin and then it's shoved inside your vagina oh (laughs) oh my god Put a finger down when you're cut in half like Elizabeth Short. Oh, guilty. <laughs> so, for this, for his part, Dylan claimed to be an aspiring crime writer and told authorities that he was writing a book about the Dahlia case, which never, ever, ever existed. So he was despite, a liar. Yeah, he was lying. Um, or he just was a horrible writer and gave up. I don't know. Me? I mean, I feel like there were probably hundreds of books coming out at the time about this case, right? So you gotta yeah. know that you are you got good shit. But if he knew facts about the case that supposedly other people didn't know, he could have had a good book. So... I would say he's lying. Yeah, for sure. So despite all the evidence pointing to him, Dylan was never charged with the crime. No one ever was. Eatwell claims he was released due to Mark Hansen's ties to some of the cops at LAPD. We all know about corrupt cops. So, mm-hmm. ACAB, hashtag. Sorry. <laughs> I probably shouldn't say that, but (laughs) that's how I feel. And while Eatwell believes the department was corrupt to begin with, what police department isn't, she also thinks that Hanson contributed largely to its corruption by exploiting his ties to certain officers. And Mm -hmm. another discovery that lent itself to Eatwell's theory was a crime scene... Found at a local motel. 
The red roof in. <laughs> so during her research, Eatwell came across a report by Astor Motel owner Henry Hoffman. And the motel was a small 10-cabin facility near, I can't speak, near the University (laughs) of Southern California. And on the morning of January 15th, 1947, he opened the door to one of his cabins and found the room, quote, covered in blood and fecal matter, end quote. Because she had poop in her stomach. Whoa, yeah, what? That's a tie. That is an M.O., if I do say so myself. It's as, the poop man. As an almost licensed pharmacist, I can say <laughs> this is an M.O. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and in another cabin, this guy had discovered that someone had left a bundle of women's clothes wrapped up in brown paper which was also stained with blood and instead of reporting the crime he just cleaned it up what hoffman henry henry hoffman what are you doing you just cleaned it up yep (laughs) he had also been arrested four days earlier for beating his wife (laughs) Oh my god! And he didn't want to risk another run-in with the police? Bro, what? You covered up a murder because you didn't want to talk to police after beating your wife? Yep. Okay, this man man is out for himself. (laughs) Oh my god. He only looks out for number one. (laughs) Oh my god, that's terrible. So Ewell believes mm-hmm. that the motel that this wife beater lives at <laughs> is where Elizabeth Short was murdered. And eyewitness reports, though uncorroborated, claim that a woman who resembled Lizzie was seen at the motel shortly before the murder. And Ewell's theories have not been proven obviously because it's still a cold case um and everyone involved with the original black dahlia murder case is most likely dead by now and many official lapd documents remain locked away in vaults however dun dun these are our stories (laughs) (laughs) um so eatwell remains confident in her findings and truly believes that she solved the mysterious and gruesome case of the blocked Dahlia Meta. And though we still don't know for certain who killed the black Dahlia or Elizabeth Schwartz, these recent theories present compelling cases and it's possible that the truth is still out there just waiting for the right investigation to finally bring it to light. And that is the story of the Black Dahlia, which is still a cold case, and we still don't know who it is. And yep, yep, yep. yep. Honestly, thanks, Obama. (laughs) (laughs) 
the Black Dahlia brought to you by Obama. <laughs> Barack. <laughs> Barack Obama. When he was born in the 40s in Kenya. <laughs> was, wasn't he? I don't know. It was the birther movement or whatever it was. Oh, yeah. Conspiracy. The conspiracy that mm -hmm. people were saying he wasn't a U.S. citizen or some shit. <sighs> it was a fun eight years. <laughs> yeah. Um, honestly, I don't know who I think did it. I feel like the doctor is more. Yeah, that's who I lean towards. Yeah, and I think P.U.E.L. is just full of shit. Mm -hmm. Like, like the Black Dahlia herself, full of shit. <laughs> oh my god, because they forced her to eat poop. <laughs> How did they get the poop? He was just having a it? really, he was a backed up, and he just started he just, pushing it out. He took so many laxatives. <laughs> just, just to make this happen. <laughs> That's so gross. Ooh. Yeah. I hope he just, like, shit in her after she was dead so she yeah. didn't have to eat the poop. Yeah, that would be a horrible Ooh. way to go. Like, yeah. that's just, like, you know it's coming and you have to eat literal shit No, honestly, I would just tell them to end it right there. I would like, kill myself. I am not eating poop. I would just be <laughs> like, I'm out, dude. Like, I am out. I'm not doing it. Deuces. <laughs> Deuces and not yours. <laughs> Ew! Yeah. I hate it. <laughs> well, yes. Let us know who you think did it um, in our Google form, and don't forget to suggest some stories. Um, do not rank our Google form. I am just waiting for the day that somebody puts your mama or something. <gasps> I did that. <laughs> you, the story I did of your mom. I that when I tested it. Yeah, I had to test out the link and I put the story of your mom in all caps. Josh did not think it was funny, but we're still here. No. So. Um, yeah, so we have Instagram and Twitter at the Tipsy Taze. Did you give our email already? The Tipsy Taze at gmail.com. I did not. So there you go, folks. Okay, there you go. And that is pretty much it. It. Yeah. So we'll be back in two weeks with our next story. Hey, tomorrow's 4.20 from when we're recording today. 4.19. Blaze it. 4.20, blaze it. And okay. don't forget to Bye. Goodbye.